Good evening, Jets fans. Welcome once again to the Barry and the Jets podcast. Once again, as always, brought to you by Blowout New York Salon by Coochie Vega, 3182 East Tremont Avenue, Bronx, New York. Coochie Vega, the master, master hair colorist and hair cutter. And the ladies there, they know how to take care of you when it comes to doing hair. Color, blowouts, extensions, haircuts, whatever you need. Whatever you need, whatever you want, they know what they're doing. Like I said, Coochie is the master hair colorist and hair cutter. Check out her work on Facebook and Instagram. And you have to take advantage of their weekly specials. You have to, I mean, where else are you going to get blowouts for $25 or root touch-ups and blowouts for $60 every Tuesday and Wednesday? And where else are you going to get a half a head of highlights and a blowout for $95 or keratin treatment for $150 every Thursday? Every week, those specials are in effect. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Book an appointment at blowoutnewyorksalon.com or call 917-795-9595. Again, blowoutnewyorksalon.com or call 917-795-9595. That's Blowout New York Salon by Coochie Vega, 3182 East Tremont Avenue, Bronx, New York. And as always, tell them Barry sent you. Well, I'm I'm not going to get too analytical about this game. I mean, we're all upset. We're all disappointed. I mean, Jets coming into this game against the hated, hated, hated New England Patriots. Everybody really wanted the Jets to take it to the Patriots. We were looking at this as a statement game that this team has finally turn the corner and unfortunately we were sent back down to earth in pretty ugly way too i mean the last week against denver we won ugly this week we lost ugly and like i said i'm not going to get too much into the analytics because like i said we're all pretty upset but you know the first half when it was tied 3-3 the jets come back and take the lead on an eight-yard touchdown pass from Zach Wilson to Tyler Conklin. Jets have a big 10-3 lead. And then as the half was winding down, New England had the ball. Mac Jones threw what everyone thought was an interception by Michael Carter II, who took it all the way back for a touchdown. We thought we had a pick six. And unfortunately, Jonathan Franklin Myers struck again was called for a big big roughing the passer penalty that wiped out the pick six and that was it the game just completely changed from that point on the jets could have gone into halftime leading 17 to 3 instead new england came back got a field goal and the score was 10-6 new york now here we go back into the that back they, get, they go to the second half. Going to the second half, and New England just had too easy of a time marching right down the 
the field to score a touchdown. So now the Jets are behind 13 to 10. When the Jets took over the ball after that, they drove to a certain point and then they attempted a 45 yard field goal and missed. So it was still 13 to 10. And then when New England took over, Quinnen Williams came through with a big sack. They lost 10 yards on that sack. So the, the Patriots thought they were driving for a touchdown, had to settle for a field goal there by former Jet Nick Folk, 49-yarder. So I ex- extended New England's lead to 16-10. to 10. And then on the ensuing possession by the Jets, I mean, uh, what? I don't know about this offensive coordinator. I really really don't they first of all the jets moved backwards instead of forwards on that drive and then on a third and 18 i know they especially deep in their own territory they call the pass play i'm I'm sorry excuse me i got that wrong they call the running play a running play on third and 18 deep in their own territory what excuse excuse me it's like uh I don't know. I mean, the Jets ended up punting. It was like a, about a 49-yard punt that Marcus Jones returned 32 yards to put the Patriots on the Jet 27. Again, the, the Jets' defense held. New England had to settle for another field goal by Folk. This one, a 45-yarder, extends their lead to 19-10. to And then Zach. Oh, my goodness. I mean, on the next possession by the Jets. He throws a, an interception rolling to the rolling to his right, I believe. Throwing off balance off the wrong foot, intercepted by Devin McCourty, who did not look like he was in bounds to me. I really, really thought they were going to overturn that. That left knee looked like it was on the sideline. He was not in bounds, but they let it stand. And then when the Patriots took over, Jones was sacked again by Jacob Martin. He fumbled the ball, but the Patriots recovered it. This team just does not recover fumbles. I don't get that. Then they failed to convert on a third down after that. And then when they punted the ball to the Jets, they thought they had down the Jets deep in their own territory and ended up carrying it right into the end zone for a touchback, putting it to 25 so the Jets actually get a break there thinking, okay, if if this offense can get something going, we can get back into this game. And then what happens? Zach throws another interception again to Devin McCourty the same way. Rolling to his right in panic, throws this falling backwards off the wrong foot pass right to McCourty. Um, Zach Wilson has got to stop doing that. He has got to stop doing that. And that's on coach, that's on the coach. That's on Mike LaFleur, and I'll get to him in a minute. New England follows up by getting a, another field goal by Folk. This one 52 yards. Then their lead to 22 to 10. So the, the Jets defense, they were keeping the Patriots out of the end zone, but the offense wasn't doing anything. And after that, the team just based both teams just basically traded punts. Until uh, until it got to garbage time, um, that final drive by the Jets there, a couple of highlights there, a 
pass from Wilson to Denzel Mims. We had a Denzel Mims sighting for 63 yards. That was followed up a couple of plays later by a 27, 23, excuse me, yard completion to Jeff Smith. And then finally culminated with a nine-yard touchdown pass to, to Uzama, or to Conklin, excuse me, pass to Conklin, his second touchdown of the game. So it was a six-play, 77-yard touchdown drive. Again, garbage time. With a minute and 44 left, the Jets attempted an onside kick, which worked for them against Cleveland. Didn't work this time. The Patriots recovered the onside kick, and that was it. Ball game. Jets lose 22-17. Their 13th straight loss to the Patriots. And the Jets fall now to five and three. I mean, okay. I mean, they're still five and three. I mean, they're still in a in a playoff spot if the playoffs were to begin now. So, just a few observations. Again, the defense kept the Jets in this game. This game was never a blowout. the The Patriots had a twelve point lead for like a, a couple of minutes. They they sacked. Jones like six times they like I said the def- the, the defense kept the Jets in this game they they played well today but Wilson was 20 completed 20 pe- passes out of 41 attempts for 355 yards two touchdowns and three interceptions so after three straight games of not turning the ball over he turned the ball over I just had a feeling that when he threw that first interception in the first half, I just had a bad feeling right there because he hadn't been turning the ball over and the Jets had been winning despite Wilson not doing doing anything really special. But when he threw that first interception, I just said, uh, and and each two of them, at, at least the two that Devin McCourty intercepted, they were both the same way drifting to the sidelines, throwing off his back foot under pressure. It's like he panics. He gets into this panic mode, and I don't know. Mentally, he can't handle the pressure. Physically, he can. I mean, his ability to escape the rush is unbelievable. There's been so many times this season that when when he should have been sacked and wasn't because of his escapability. That's not the problem. In his head, he just can't handle the pressure. It's like he just does not seem to know what to do. And again, that falls a lot on coaching. They have to fix that because he seems to be regressing. Again, they were winning before, but it was it was really under a spotlight this time. And he better he better turn things around quick. I mean, Garrett Wilson seems to come back. He had six receptions for 115 yards. Tyler Conklin has six receptions for 79 yards and two touchdowns, probably his best game so far as a Jet. But the team overall only had 15 rushing attempts. That's it. And that is not, that's not good. I mean, I know they were missing Brees Hall and they really were missing Brees Hall. You can see that. But, you know, they traded for Robinson and they still have Michael Carter use these guys. They have to use these guys, and they just, like, they abandon the run 
I mean, they they do that a lot anyway, but they really abandoned the run when they didn't have to. I mean, this game just never really got out of hand thanks to the defense. They have, they must, they must, must, must fix the Elijah Moore situation. I don't know what, I don't know what they have to do. I mean, maybe trading him is the solution. The trade deadline is Tuesday. So, I don't know. I mean, they have to make moves, period. But they have to fix this Moore situation in some way. He only had 10 snaps in the game and was targeted only once. The offensive coordinator needs to be addressed. Again, Michael Floor is terrible. I've said over and over and over again, he does not know how to use the weapons that he has. And I think that in large part is what led to this situation with Elijah Moore. And the same thing with Denzel Mims, why he's unhappy. I mean, he's got weapons, it seems, and he just doesn't know what to do with them. Now, Mims did catch two passes for 76 yards today, including that 63-yard reception I mentioned earlier. And Braxton, Braxton Berrios was only targeted once. He's got to use him more in the passing game, too. I mean, we all we all wanted them to resign him, and they did. Great, but now use the man, and he just doesn't do that. I mean, the offense in general is regressing, and Zach Wilson in particular is regressing. And things do not get any easier as next week they face Buffalo at home. And I put air quotes around the word home. I'm, I'm not going to get into that again. But Buffalo, you're talking about arguably the best team in the NFL right now. So things will not get any easier next week. And then they have their bye after that. And then New England again after the bye. So the the Jets can't dwell on this too long. They cannot. I mean, let's get to it, guys. Let's get back at it. I mean, we, we, again, you lost. Okay, you have to let it go and have to get back to work to face, again, arguably the best team in the league in the Buffalo Bills next week. So let's brush this one off. It's over and done with. We've got a lot to work on. I mean, we're still five and three, still in the playoff spot. So it's tough, it's bitter, but it's not the end of the world. Okay, and I'm talking to my fellow Jet fans out there too. It's not the end of the world. Be strong. Alright, so that's it. Next week, again, a tough one. Another a real tough one against Buffalo. Let's hope the Jets can straighten things out, get on the ball, and who knows? See, see what we can do against this guy, against these guys. So I'll be back next week after that game, hopefully happier than I am now, hopefully, and hope and pray, and I'll be back here again next Sunday after the game for the Barry and the Jets podcast. Until then, have a blessed week, and as always, I am all about peace, love, and the New York Jets, and don't let anyone tell you different.